Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Ambiance Podcast, bringing you culture over coffee with a splash of controversy and a spoonful of critique. Join us. And we're back. Welcome, welcome. From a new venue. We're in uh, Coffee Island in Leicester Square. I'm currently sipping my second fresh batch. First one was a V60. I'm really buzzed right now. I'm really buzzed right now. Who am I here with? You're here with Smurf and Mill. Smurfy Saber Dreamer. Let's get into it, really. The topic this time is what makes a successful album or what is a successful album? I'm really eager to get into this topic. It's so subjective. I've made music, you've made music. We're both heavy consumers of music from all cultures. We we have very different opinions on how to enjoy music and by that, what I mean is Smurfy and I have got into it several times about a solid, full, well-rounded album versus solid, full, well-rounded singles within an album where not all of them carry, um, where he said, and I won't speak for you, yeah, what have you said? Good. Well, I'm, I, I am more of an album guy. But what does that mean? Finally, for the people, can you define what that I'm even means? I'm more of an album guy whereby I believe in balance of an entire project throughout, top to bottom, a good album should be a top-to-bottom focused project that has good music throughout, consistent, not dependent on a good track here and a good track there. When you have many skippable tracks or if you have fillers in the album, I don't feel that is a good album. How rare is that? A unicorn, what you've just described in 2018. How dare you? Uh, 2018, it is kind of oh, a unicorn. I mean, by no means do I uh, mean music of yesteryear. I was about to say, because I, I respect the 90s. Well, of course, but... Respect. Do we have to manage our expectations now in 2018 and beyond? And I'm not saying music, the quality of music is okay to have dropped. Mm. But are we even getting what we were getting, honestly, in your opinion? No. Okay, so before we get into it, because I see us just veering off, because there's mm-hmm. so much to discuss. The first kind of question structured around this topic is do physical sales count anymore in what makes a successful album in your opinion um well they i that's i think that's a really good question and it's it's quite interesting to see that with everything moving over to streams and the digital this whole new digital era when people get actual projected sales and then they and they declare their physical copies and there's a high number of physical copies being that we are in this digital era people are they do really get a lot of respect for shifting those physical units even though they may not be as important as they were when it was that was the only way to actually count how much you know somebody liked or how successful your album was in the charts but just having that core fan base actually pick up 200,000 physical copies in your first week is quite a unique thing in this era so let me hit you with a, with an analogy based on your response so you're are you i mean if i'm summing up if i'm summarizing you're saying yes physical sales count they are quite important they can help propel an artist i don't think in this era that they you necessarily need physical sales if you got if you if you do perform because if the consumer is mostly um buying things via digital means as long as they're buying it it doesn't really matter but i feel like 
when people do have high physical cells, it does add a little more to how respected or how much of an impact that artist has made for them to actually garner those physical copies also. But I'm about to hit you with one of my favorite words, mm. digital. Mm. We're living, it. we're living in a digital world mm -hmm. and I'm a digital girl and I'm joking yeah. the coffee's clearly gone to my head <laughs> what, no but what I mean is because I agree with the second half of your point which is whilst the first half being whilst it's not a be all and end all it's something that can definitely add a little bit of pizzazz to the artist mm. but what about digital streams and what about um, credibility based off of a huge social following following with even without those physical sales could you compare um, an AB test if you will uh, two artists one with huge sales in their first week and then one with somebody that is has huge notoriety but doesn't really have the sales and they be on par in terms of what a label would look at when looking to re-sign or budgets or that kind of thing or the physical sales would outperform the person that doesn't have them in your opinion because I'm interested in, in your thoughts on that um, well again honestly in this era I just feel like the physical sales plain and simple are not that important at all as a barometer as anything really I'll, but I just feel that it's it's like an added trophy whereby our people whereby people are so invested in 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 your artistry that they're willing to rather than just go for the efficiency of opening up Spotify or tapping the download button on their phone because remember some physical copies ain't even in stores people you still gotta order them or wait for them to come out sometimes they don't launch on the same day as the as the album so but what about physical sales of the artist that is independent, out the back of the boot? Yeah, that, again, that, that counts for a lot, counts for a lot, because they're independent So is this artists. just a wholly subjective topic? I mean, physical sales for Eminem pushing kamikaze versus physical sales for me driving around in my Peugeot. But is there any benchmark, is my question, for physical sales? Or does it matter subjectively based on who the artist is? Um, there's the obvious benchmarks of popularity and the type of artist that you are but it's 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 a it's a it's actually quite a good question that you ask to be honest i just think in a social media world as we move towards notoriety and it being a popularity contest and moving away from the physical cd anyway and the physical anything mm. how much pushing pushing those counts it like i said it doesn't really count but again it, and when you do push something in an era whereby it doesn't really matter and you still and you still get sales for that that, that goes a long way like you know like I said I'm a person who there's certain artists who I cop their physical copies because I like their artwork I'm a big fan of this I love that you went there and, and I'm, um, gonna, I'm gonna build on that point and, and you know I'm, I'm gonna make the effort to get mm -hmm. I'm gonna make the effort to get a Lupe Fiasco physical copy mm -hmm. I'm gonna make the effort to get a Eminem, Tamakazi, physical and even And even on your point, even the vinyl. You know, I walk into a record shop, I walk into HMV where I work once upon a time many moons ago and I'm enjoying album, the physical copies for more than what the music brings. 
I might not even pop that bad boy out of his case these days. And if I do, I might just be pulling out the liner notes or looking at the album art and looking at the, you know, calligraphy and that kind of, of thing. It's, it's art. I think art is to be appreciated in, in everything. Um, but when we talk about the physical sale in the traditional sense of the word for music, it was to show how popular the artist was. I really think it means nothing these days. Hold up, though. If someone pushed a million vinyls as well as digital sales, that it's would be... It's a talking point. You'll be like, what? But I think it's, I could go on American w- Idol. WTF, bro. If someone pushed, if someone pushed that... Um, crazy amount of vinyls 100% but I think that that would be a fluke and I think it would be a fad and it wouldn't necessarily mean that the direction of music is back to the physical copy no no I don't think it will ever go back to the physical copy but I feel like it does reflect on the artist if they're able to 100% I agree there I think when I think the the question um, that I posed to you originally was do physical sales count anymore I think it's a, leaded, it's a leading question and it's loaded. I think they count because if somebody pushed a million vinyl copies, I'm looking at who they are. Mm. But mm. I think in order to try and get yourself in the music business and become established and successful, it's not, it's not the gate. The gatekeeper is not the physical copy and how many you've sold. No, no. Again, I remember... There's many ways to skin a cat. It's, it's, all, it's all about sales. It's at the end of the day. That's, that's, what, that's what counts. Before physical copies was the only way to sell now there's multiple ways to sell so you know that's all that it really is well it kind of builds on I don't want to bring this up because it it jars me as a topic but when Travis Scott dropped um, and Nicki Minaj's Astro World Astro World and Queen dropped and it was the there was the one two debate who's number one who's number two Travis Scott got it um, and Nicki Minaj's camp or Nicki herself made a comment about selling merch and how that built up towards Mm. the actual album sale Mm. however they did it when we talk about a physical sell I feel like we're talking about everything associated with an album now I don't even mean the album or say I don't even it doesn't even necessarily mean the album because you can get to number one and a number one position based off of merchandise well, based off of popularity that's a, that's a that's a good point and 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 if that's the case then it brings it brings physical sales back it into contention it does bring it back into yeah i agree then you know what i mean then i think that the definition of physical has, has physical sale has widened beyond the cd or the vinyl yeah, or you, the stream if, if you look at it beyond beyond the actual music then like then like it counts because selling that merch <clears throat> is marketing is hype equal to success um, so we've got a kind of if we if we're correlating it to an album, if we're correlating it to an album, then if you're talking musically or if you're talking sales-wise, if the if you if we're talking sales, because you know if something that sells well is going to be considered a success, regardless, even if it's a even if it's not a very good project, it's still going to be considered successful. So. If it's um, let, let, let's, let's jump in there. Something that sells well, regardless of the quality, is going to be considered a success. Define success. If you're not talking about the music itself, if you're just talking from a sales perspective and hype, if you've got a, if you've got a hype around someone and they actually sell because of their hype, not because of the quality of their music, then they've achieved, they've achieved their goal. So if Eminem puts out Revival and it sells 100,000 copies in its first week, 
mm-hmm. or 250,000 copies in his first week. Forget what the actual numbers were, mm. but everybody is calling it a dud. Or Kanye West puts out 808s, and it yeah. takes a while before it takes off in the urban, air quotes, community. Yeah. But the wider music community are calling it amazing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are calling it a dud. Or you can re- rinse and repeat the example for whoever the artist is. If people don't like the music, the general consensus is we don't like it, but it's selling well. Mm-hmm. Is that a success? Well, again, it's going to be down to the separate worlds. Whether the quality, if you if you go Do by the, the quality, label, consider it a success. Of course, because it, because it's made them money. If the because artist becomes unlikable new... to their core fan base, is it still a success? Yes, because that particular product that they put out recouped all of the money and they made profit on it so we're gauging success off of per project is it not a long form marketing tactic we want the artist to remain likeable for me a Drake bringing out similar project after similar project no Drake doesn't do that so let's use a different example somebody that stays within their lane and doesn't experiment much I think that's a marketing tactic I think when when labels try to create Rihanna 20 times it's a marketing tactic because they see longevity in the in the style of that artist when they veer very far from what their core kind of look and feel is and they they manage to be successful with it in terms of sales but they lose a lot of fans in the meantime like Kanye West has done is that successful again if you go by if you go by the project itself it's going to be successful and the marketing tactic in your opinion the marketing tactic again if the marketing tactic issued still was able to recoup and and gain profit, when you come round for your when you come round for your next for your next project, when you come round for your next project, again you could use a different marketing tactic, but you still but have a budget. The, you've already done the damage potentially because the fan is not happy, so they don't come back. But you Eminem's got, quoted it himself saying he's he's you know his fan base is down to thirds. I'm not saying that it actually is, it technically is, but, but the artist recognises that they may be too... I guess the question has now gone into, can you be too experimental, be successful, but have a long-term effect on your career? Is that still successful? Yes. I sold this project extremely well, but nobody liked it. Because I came out and I'm the artist that I am, I'm Eminem, I'm going to sell. But then what if I affect my fan base going forward? Have the thing I... is, you shouldn't really use someone... The thing is... Eminem's had such great success that really and truly his it doesn't even really matter if he sells or doesn't sell. It's not saying that it doesn't. Let's it use doesn't a different example. Well, let's use let's use 808 and Heartbreaks by Kanye, which was a polarizing or even Jesus. Even Pablo. Not everybody has liked everything and it has affected what the fans do next. Again with Kanye, because someone of his stature has already solidified and he has a brand already it's a cowardly a response sh- I'm asking you if an None. artist the, regardless of I'm, their I'm lineage you, you have to use someone who's forget who's, the, who's, use, who's not as, use a default artist you created now Little, but, it, but it, this is what I'm saying if, it, if, if, it, if it's different when you go by someone who's dropping a debut project I don't agree in regards, that it is in regards to someone who's already got a, a brand and a core following okay because they all because they always have the capacity to come back and win back fans or their core fan base. 
someone who's never had that core fan base and they and then a label or somebody puts a lot of money into them and that doesn't work well no I am talking about somebody with a fan base in this because if you're if you don't have a fan base you can't possibly alienate your fans so for me I'm talking about anybody that's pretty much established and we know who they are for a certain style a mumble rapper Takashi 69 or whoever you want to use right and then they put out a project that is dramatically different he, he tries to release a conscious project a conscious body of work and he alienates fans that are not into that he's working with Lupe Fiasco he's working with Black Thought Tech 9 suddenly yeah, he might he might he, again no, but let's just say for the purpose of the argument here the benefit of this argument nobody likes it yeah he could easily go back to what people did like he next time. He can easily go back, but is he easily bringing his fans back? Is the trust lost? Can you lose no, trust? No, not You don't not believe entirely. you can lose trust? You don't, believe, you don't believe the Joe Budden Eminem debate is What's based that? on... What's the Joe Budden Eminem debate? He doesn't like the quality of content on Revival. Can affect the trust he has as a core fan. All it takes is another good album, back, returning back to the, the familiar style for the, for the fans to return. Again, with someone with a strong, strong enough fan base as M, I believe, yeah, he can kind of do whatever he wants, really. I definitely disagree. I disagree for how I enjoy art. I'll always listen because I'm always intrigued. But for every mm. and I and I'm and I'm pained to use this example, but I'm gonna I'm gonna use it. J Cole, I'm a J Cole fan, but with every project that he brings out, that hasn't given me the same vibe or feel as the project that really inspired me as a fan, I've lost a little bit of belief that the next project will inspire me the same way that first project did. Yet you still invested in them. I didn't say it, the fan of Takashi wouldn't listen. I'm saying, does it affect the quality of the, does it affect the fan base? I think it's silly to I, think I, that I, you I, would I, never I, look back at the artist because they've released a bad project, but can you lose your fan base based on that, in your opinion? Do you think you'll always have a core fan base even if you produce terrible work? I feel like depending on how I think it depends on how much terrible work you produce. Really? I think I think you can I think you can put out. You can have one dud, but if you put out you ten have, duds. Yeah, but again and and at the same time, yeah, if you put out ten duds, you know what I mean, there's nothing for people to tune into. I completely hear your point. I was trying to break success down um, subjectively and talk about what that actually means. We know the physical sale doesn't necessarily mean the same thing as it meant. We know so selling out albums doesn't necessarily you mean, mean like the, the, people... The, the ambition of that artist, let's say they wanted to... The outlook. How they, how they wanted the, the reception of their albums. Yeah, to, their lineage, to, their outlook, their be. legacy, so, their perception. So, so from, a, from, a, from a musical standpoint, if they feel that they're... Even if they sold a lot, but people didn't really gravitate towards the project, is it still a successful project? Exactly. As an artist, then no. And this is my point, because, and why I brought that up is because we talked about what makes a successful album being the topic here, and I'm just trying to dig into what success is, mm -hmm. because it's so subjective, in my opinion, in terms of, it, like the physical copy, it almost has nothing to do now with how much you sell if... X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. there's, there's so many elements to it, which, which segues beautifully into the next point. Why are some of our biggest stars, up-and-comers of today, still veering into labels as their first choice and not doing it independently? Time. They want to do, do it quicker? Yeah. I feel like, you know, if, if, somebody, if somebody offers you a certain amount of money, 
that you may be able to accrue like in 10 years but can give you that money in six months a lot of young people or people who need that extra boost in marketing it's they're gonna they're gonna balance they're gonna they're gonna weigh it up and they're gonna be like yeah this label this label deal works for me some people are not actually schooled on doing everything independently as well so like you know there's a few reasons as to why but you know there's benefits of signing with the major for people who do sign with the major um but that's not to say that they couldn't do it themselves but it's not a process and a formula that just works by x y and z exactly so what is the deal with these independent labels making it seem so and major labels making it seem so you've got artists on majors that get shelved you got artists on indies that blow. So there's Again. no process, in my opinion. It's all bullshit. There's Independent no. artist has sidestepped a major and they've blown. I'm not saying they don't exist, they do, but, but name a few that come to mind. In hip-hop, are we talking indie labels or independent artists? Independent artists. It's almost unheard of. When I say Isn't blown, I don't mean making money, touring and having some success. I'm talking about blown in a way that makes you major. Oh, well, you know, who was, like Macklemore was saying, oh, I was, he was indie. He had, he had major label affiliations. But, but, you know what I mean? People said like, uh, yeah, wasn't exactly. you kind of back Chance, <clears throat> Chance the Rapper? Mm. Chance the Rapper, you know what I mean? I'm not saying... Again, he did a deal. He did it with. He did a deal with Apple. He did. He did do a deal with Apple for his last project, but he did get big off of his previous two projects. But it's rare. Acid, it's acid rare, rap. isn't it? It's rare to not see some success, but mm. to blow. Uh, but again, like when you say to blow, and also sorry, the king of indie, the king of indie. Would be Tech Nine, I suppose. I knew he would come up, but I've so, got. You yeah. know what I mean? Would, and again, people Tech need Nine. to people need to understand like how how long Tech Nine's been doing it, and, and also was, e, someone like E Forty as well. Like yep, how E40 long these good... people have been. Again, it's it's just not a, it's not a quick game. Which, which brings us back to your first point: yeah. the reason why people choose the major exactly. when they got all the talent is yeah. the speed of it. Mm. So, is it viable? Is it logical for a young whippersnapper who wants the success and fame now and they've been putting in work but just maybe not on a grand scale to do it the indie route does it make any sense in the world when the when the vibe is now the theme is now the trend is now for me to say I'm going to put in five to ten years doing it myself so it's not it's not can they sidestep a major should they I guess the question forms into should if, you if, if it depends on what that individual wants to do um, if it's, yeah, but if you're, it's a, you're a label I come to you or an artist comes to you and they say, Smurfy, I've got four mixtapes I've put out and they've gotten fairly decent response online. And I'm, I'm touring and I'm making some money from, you know, underground shows. And I don't want to make another 10 projects. Well, my advice would be to you is if you don't want it, if you don't want it to be at the pace that you're going and you want it sped, sped up and you feel that going somewhere else maybe to a major is going to give you that 
notoriety that you actually want. You'd put it back in the hands of the artist of to decide. You wouldn't make the decision for them, knowing no, what you know about. No, I would never. I feel if you got a, if you got a passion in life, you gotta follow it way. You gotta follow it through the way that you want to follow it. I would always advocate if you know about business, and it's always good to learn about business. It's always good to learn about independence. It's always good to learn about publishing. And you know, I feel like if you can do it independently and you've got the passion and you've got the drive and you've got the patience, definitely do it. Definitely. 100%. I think that's whack advice. <laughs> I think I would gear them towards the major because it's too subjective and it's too airy-fairy for somebody that has all the talent and is already doing well. I'm not taken away from your point, but the scenario that I gave you was somebody is already touring, already has bodies of work and is finding it frustratingly slow to see any type of success in a grand way and they're asking me for my opinion, I would say, let's see what a machine can do because I know how long it's gonna take you. Say and learn about business and you, the success that you could see in doing it yourself is fair. I don't think that's whack advice. But I wouldn't give that to an artist who already sees frustration and is already doing a lot of the things correctly. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because the people that have seen huge success have from Kanye West to even g Easy. I mean, there's so many artists with these stories who were doing a fair time of it uh, independently. But for the talent I feel that they have, now that I know about them on a major label, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be the person they come to for advice and I say, maybe you should continue to do it yourself. I think that slows down what you already have no, now. That's not the only route, is all I'm saying. And if the bodies if, of work are already there and they're already doing a lot of the groundwork and they've got a bit of a following, I think a major is not a harmful place for them because that was the scenario I gave you. If an artist is just interested in the music business and is talented, I think I'd give them that if or and and or. But I think I can be a lot more absolute when I give the scenario of they already have some success, which is why, which is what a lot of independent artists who then become affiliated do with the weekends, we get picked up by the OVOs. There's so much talent underground that goes unheard. Even, I mean, we all know the story in the UK of Ed Sheeran who went around touring and didn't go to, didn't continue into higher education because he wanted to make it work. And then as soon as he could, he got the affiliation with a major. I'm so glad he did. I love Ed Sheeran. Love, love, love. He could have continued on that route touring. He was getting the notoriety. I wouldn't want an artist of that calibre to still be doing that unheard of. I would want him to be as big as he can. With There's loads of people who are talented and this major, this major label route is not the only 100%. vehicle for music music is there it's not just it's this product it's a you know many people believe i'm one of the people that it's a spiritual inspirational type of art form it's not necessarily about just this this product that needs to be out there to, for everybody to see what was the next question do consumers care about the quality of the music on the albums nowadays Versus what? Interesting point, to, uh, question. In general, do you think quality of music counts? Are people going off just the branding of artists? Does the music matter? Does it need to be a highly... Do you know what? I was about to say the dummy answer there is, of course the music counts, but I saw an interesting point uh, in light of Eminem's response to Machine Gun Kelly. This Murphy's question was, do consumers care about the quality of the music on the album? Um, I'm about to talk about a single that is not part of an album, 
but I want to make the point. I saw a really interesting point uh, from Ebro, uh, DJ from Hot 97 in America, who said that um, Eminem's brought out a, a response to a diss he received from an artist called Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly's diss was called Rap Devil. Eminem has brought out a song called Kill Shot. And people are saying, a lot of people are saying that uh, Machine Gun Kelly persevered because he has a better song and Eminem is just a bunch of rabbity rap. To which Ebro made an interesting point, and I'm paraphrasing, that that's exactly the point of the issue in music today. People are comparing what sounds like a better song to the technique and ability that OG yesteryear rappers are sometimes bringing up as this is why this is better music. And talking about the music on an album, it is so subjective because people enjoy a song over the technique and ability sometimes and it determines how good the album is in their opinion which is probably why people didn't enjoy Revival even though there's a lot in there in terms of technique and topic and quality versus something that bumped better and had better verses and sorry rhythmic rhythmic um, hooks and choruses and melody in their opinion and I think it really just depends on your comprehension levels and this is not to be patronizing but for that artist it's kind of like reading Cloud Atlas when you've just finished The Hungry Little Caterpillar the level of perception is going to be so different that you can easily not enjoy or Homer's Odyssey or whatever you can not enjoy something that is artful you're not looking for that you're not looking for that level and it's not to do with your abilities to in my opinion digest the music it's just what you want um, it's hard because that question builds into a question for me that says can you ever benchmark good for albums um, when, I, when I first heard Revival um, going back into the Eminem diatribe I, I didn't get from it what I wanted from it I listened to it several times, I bought the project, I bumped the project, but I had a perception going in based on my love for the, for the artist. Do I enjoy it as a project? I can appreciate it. Do I enjoy it? I enjoy elements of it. There are songs I really like on it over others. Do I enjoy it the same way I enjoy previous albums from that artist that gave me exactly what I wanted from them at that time not in the same way do I care about the quality of music on the album? Absolutely I care about it from everything the artist is trying to put in on it I want to be able to play the album because I want to listen to music I don't necessarily want a specific political standpoint from it or a specific meaning or message I just want to listen to music it's kind of like when you go to a club I'm not there trying to dictate the DJ's playlist. I just want to enjoy my night. So the DJ in the club has built this aesthetic so that anybody from the streets can come in, understand what the genre of music's going to be for that club that you're in that night, and enjoy it. They don't need to know every artist. They don't need to know every song. They're just going to enjoy the vibe. If everything's off-kilter and presented in a way that is awkward or different or dynamic or completely left field from what I expected when I walked in, I'm probably not going to enjoy the club scene. But that doesn't take away from the fact that they put something together as an experience for me. It just wasn't what I thought I would get. As artists are marketed a certain way. So like, you know, there's certain albums that you 
you play for moods or appreciate it just for what it is. It doesn't necessarily need to be played at any time of the day. Um, that makes it, you know, good or bad. You know, certain with with albums, projects, um, art, they're usually made for purpose. So you know, it might it definitely. I don't think it's hardly unless it's like a you know up tempo pop clubby or album full of bangers if, you, if you're into dancing that much or whatever you know certain things you can play any time of the day because that might be what you're personally into but I I'm, I always advocate you know if an album is about something you know it doesn't need to be played at any type of the day it could just be object objectively respected for what it is it's difficult because for every time an artist puts out a piece of work that their fan base or consumers do not like, does that take away from the quality of it for the artist? No. Does that take away from the quality of it for I the consumer? If, again, well, the question was, do the, does the consumer really care? I've had a lot of conversations with, um, you know, debates with people who, who come with, it's, it's crazy. It's like, they come with an argument to me and it's almost verbatim from something from an article that was posted online or something from a popular figurehead in the media and it's like I, I'm look, I don't really point it out to them but I look at them as like, like I know where you even got that argument from it's like it's not even your own thought so it always makes me think like okay did you actually break down this music did you actually do you even think this yeah, yeah like did, how, how can I trust that you even listened? And then I'll bring up points whereby I might go a little bit more in depth. I do, I, I agree to, to a point there, but I do also feel as though artists sometimes defend themselves by saying, you don't get it, and that's why you don't like it. Can somebody just not like it because I don't like the way you did your well, hooks and that be okay? Yeah. <laughs> Segwaying into the next topic. Do artists care more about sales performance than the quality of music is it on the artists now do they actually put their all into delivering a great project or do you think that they have that sales performance in their mind do you know what this kind of ties beautifully into some of the previous topics i think and tell me what you think i think when you're a major you care about recouping and what your numbers do in that first, second week. Indeed. A little bit more than the indie artist who puts their life and soul into making the art gorgeous and just wants to be heard based on that. And I think it can sometimes ascertain the quality of the project when you're based at a major versus when you're independent or even when you're major label affiliated, but maybe just on the distribution. You hear Jay talk about Reasonable Doubt is the first he took his whole life to make because it's the first body of work and you're putting everything in. Of course you want to sell, but I think you're making that album as fucking amazing as it can be and every album thereafter when people are just knowing you for notoriety. But when you're trying to recoup and you've got them bills to pay and that mortgage to pay and, you know, that credibility to say, oh, I've got 300 in my first week or whatever, I think it sometimes changes. It is dependent, and it, again, it's another subjective one, but I do think the major indie debate comes up again. Do you feel that some indie projects maybe try to garner for that major attention and then also sacrifice some of their quality when they put their projects together? 
because it's a, it's a great point. I, I think yeah. What, you remember when um, when So Far Gone came out and did amazingly well, and uh, Friday Night Lights did amazingly well. I do feel like although. <clears throat> A name escapes me at the moment, but a lot of artists started trying to make that kind of a project to blow and get signed to a major based off of their mixtape. They weren't mm. really doing it to make an amazing mixtape. Is the music the priority of an artist or even the consumer when determining an album's success? Or do streams and charting have more significance? I've had debates with people where they're like, oh, it doesn't even matter about the quality of the music, it's more but do you know how much they sold though that means that it's that means that it's good because you know, it I hit. fucking hate that conversation and that debate because it does matter about the quality of the music for sure the music business that that second that op- business being the operative word is determining the quality of the music now which is hilarious because when you think about music that is classic think about michael jackson michael jackson's the greatest of all time the greatest of all time, the goat, right? Shout out to Prince. Prince, the, the Prince, Prince has a special place in my heart as well. He's a goat too, and he's a goat too. There's many a goat. There's many a goat. <laughs> However, we use we can even use Prince. Prince is a fucking polymath, right? He does so many things amazingly. Michael the same. Every piece of work, these artists were trying to nail the level they were performing at. Michael wasn't happy when the moonwalk was average. He wanted the moonwalk to be amazing every time. You saw the moonwalk, you thought it was amazing. He thought that one was average and he wasn't happy. I stood out for eight hours outside the Dorchester Hotel in college with one of my best friends to see Michael wave in a window and he did in the dark. That's how much of an impact Michael had. That's fire, by the way. That's, that's, his, that's a historical moment. Right. That's fire. Michael is a fucking superstar and cared about all of the art he put out, as did Prince, as did the late Aretha Franklin, as did... I mean, we can lame artists. So I do... I just think it's an error thing, and I think... It goes back to all of the points we made. Do the artists need more confidence about the music that they're putting out? Mm. Does there need to be an educational piece about it? Yes. Once we start talking about charting and streams and all of this, it gets so far away. I, I almost wish that we as artists lived in a world where we were forced to ensure the only thing on our mind when making the art was how amazing the art was. We're so consumed with the business side now, trying to be everything as an artist because we've been shafted. Has the education of the artist about the business side of the music business detracted from the quality of the art? Well, it just depends. Because, you know, you, you, you probably see like a lot of bigger artists kind of advocate their the independency and ownership whereby artists have more control over their music. So, you know, whereby they can actually create the music that they'd like to create. You know, we don't want another, what was Lupe's third album called? Jesus. <laughs> it wasn't Lasers. called Jesus. It's called Lasers. Lasers. You, you know what? what? Lasers had a, few, a good few tracks on there. I still oh, yeah. bump a couple tracks from Lasers. But you know, you don't want to, we don't want another one of those. You know, Lupe didn't want another. Lupe didn't even want that. Lupe was publicly saying he didn't want that album when yeah. he was having to promote and, it. It was crazy. Was, <laughs> there are people who are in the game who, are not, who really don't even care about music. 
but they understand the business model and they understand the marketing model and know how to make money off of it. Did you catch Will Smith's interview with Elliot Wilson? Um, the Rat Radar one. The Rat Radar one. Um, I caught snippets of it. So there was a point Will made where he said, you're born with talent. You have to work on skill. That's a fact. I like it because I think absolutely there are artists who are born artists. I think there are other people that want to be in the music business. Is there a happy medium where you should know about charting and uh, the significance of how to market yourself to a degree? And you should be working on the quality of music and that is your responsibility to work on the quality of music to be eligible to even be classified an artist or does talent an artist make if you're a great rapper and you put together a great project and think that it should just chart is there anything else you should have had to have done to well, be I able think, to have charted I, I think that's i think that's ignorant if you if you're a person who has dedicated time to your craft and you've made a great project then is there another responsibility to do more well once you've if, done that if, bit. if you if you yourself don't want to and you understand that you know like oh I just want whoever hears it hears it cool there should be no complaints if nobody hears it <laughs> if you understand that you know I've put my work in and now there's another step and that other step is getting it out to the people via whatever marketing methods needed then like you know I think you do need both steps <laughs> so to tally this up to take it back to topic. Way back. What makes a successful album? Can we agree that it is a smorgasbord, if you will, of having talent, smorgasbord. working hard, knowing the business, knowing how to market yourself, caring and understanding that about that physical sales being quite subjective in order to be popular, and continuing to hold all of those things at an, I don't know, a similar level of importance is what makes you a successful artist that is gonna go on to be successful at making an album. More or less, but you know, um, filmmaker, film editor, Walter Mersch, he's got a book. And like, you know, I was reading a chapter um, and he's got like the rule of six. And it's like there's six points. I like by, this. You know, to get the perfect shot or the perfect movie. And, you know, like there's like two at the top whereby, you know, like to get the, the, perfect, the perfect scene will be, you know, you need to have, there are six points, but each point holds a different percentage mm. of of the Important. success, yeah. So, yeah. but you know, the top point is emotion, basically, and so it's that like, holds the most weight. Yeah, and it, and that holds like fifty-one percent of, because it's like it, it's all about what the audience remembers. They mm -hmm. might not even remember the craft that mm -hmm. goes into mm -hmm. the shot, mm -hmm. and the emotion actually weighs outweigh everything is needed. Mm -hmm. But like, emotion should be the number one priority. I feel like with an album, I feel like everything that you said is is needed but I feel like a certain amount of weight needs to go on not to, at equal importance yeah basically do you feel like if 
using your six points example, if one of the points doesn't exist in that, that's what will make it fall flat, even if all of the other ones are there. I feel like the only one thing that you could have and still have an amazing album is, yeah. is, is great music. You think the talent alone is enough? Well, I, feel, I think great music is more than just talent, though. But then it's not just one thing. But this is what I'm, but this is what I'm talking about. I feel like if your music is great, if the music, if the music is oh, great, oh no! If you, the cream of the crop does not rise to the top. That's why there's many an amazing artist that no one's heard uh, of. Uh, I think I'm talking about successful. If you got, if you got, if you got great, if you got, if you got great music, you got a better chance of being successful than not having no great music at all. Of course, and no. You know okay, I mean? so I understand that's your that's point. That's You're that's saying that's without talent, there's no way. You need talent to be able to be, even be in the conversation. All I'm saying is this: the music's got to be great, and I feel like that will definitely be a, play a big part in making a successful album. I think you've got to exercise your skill and your talent accurately. I think there are many elements that build into skill and talent, but I think you can't just have one. You need to be aware of the need for both and care about both. And then you're on your way. I've been Dreamer. I'm here with Smurf. We hope you enjoyed. Dreamer. Thank you as always. Smurfy, thanks a lot. Until next time, guys. We'll be back.